Welcome to the I Work For Him podcast. I'm Michael Miracle, producer of the I Work For Him radio program, the voice of the faith and work movement. Our mission is to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. What does that look like in your workplace? Let's find out right now. Jesus said it. Are you doing it? He commanded it. Are you being obedient? It makes a huge difference, but it gets very little attention. Churches need it, but only most cults are doing it. Do you know what I'm talking about? Discipleship. The way to multiply the message of Jesus is by feeding one life into another. We feed everything we know about Jesus and all that we've experienced, and we transfer that knowledge over time to a willing recipient. Are you a willing recipient? Have you ever been discipled? We have to be one in order to make one. The good news is my new friend Chad Hood has developed a discipleship method that's easy to use, and it's called Go Disciple. And today we're going to find out how each one of us can become a disciple maker. Chad Hood, welcome to I Work For Him. Chad, how you doing? I don't hear you, Chad, but while we're waiting to get Chad hooked up, just want to let you know why we're talking about discipleship. Discipleship is one of those things that each day we have the opportunity to feed our lives into another, and those days are coming shorter. We don't know when those days will be over. Hey, Jose, do you have Chad yet? All right, Chad, welcome. Chad Hood, welcome to I Work For Him. Jose, I'm still not hearing Chad. All right, so, Chad, can you hear me now? I can hear you. Chad Hood, welcome to I Work For Him. I appreciate it. All right, so let's talk discipleship. Let's talk how this very, the very term, which is really not understood very well by the church today, this term, which in some ways is understood by many of the enemies of Jesus, is not really embraced by many Christ followers But let me just ask you this question as we get started. As you and I have gotten to know each other, how does the I work for him message resonate with you? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, I was working back through some of your podcasts and and just listening to some of these um, men and women talk about what God's doing in their life. And I think here's what really excites me about what you're doing is that it's real people living out their faith in the workplace. You know, they really take that sense of as you're going, make disciples, literally. And so I think for me, that is one of the most exciting things you guys are doing. Well, I appreciate that. And it's so, it just, it's heartfelt, it's warming to my heart to hear somebody just endorse what we're doing. And really, the whole idea behind what we do each and every day is to help people understand that their workplace is such a ripe just a ripe place for discipleship to happen. Each and every day we spend hours. We, in fact, every year we spend thousands of hours with people that we can be feeding our lives into. And so many of those people desperately desire. A lot of times we work alongside Christians who have never been discipled. And, and there's time, all kinds of time during the day for intentionality. And I just want to make sure that today we talk about your go disciple method the book that you've written the the devotional that you've written to go alongside of it it's so powerful and i think chad you've made it so simple that anybody can do it and i'm excited about that i want to make sure we direct people to your website go disciple.org go disciple.org 
Chad, how did the Lord lay on your heart the desire for discipleship? Yeah, you know, um, as a young guy, I grew up in the church. Um, you know, I have a similar testimony as a number of people, you know, walked away from the Lord um, in those college years a little bit and really just got into a great church. And they were intentional about spending time with you as a person, you know, getting to know you and know where you are, but also see a greater vision for your life in Christ. And I think that what word you said a few minutes ago is intentionality. That is a big deal because I was around some people who were very intentional, and it really just got me started and um, thinking in those terms. And to see the impact in my own life, wow, I'm going to go give that away. If that impacted me that much, that's what God's calling me to. And so that's well, talk about. But talk about that that impact, though, Chad. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but you, you said that it's that, that it made such a big impact on your life, and I could say the same thing for me. I mean, if I hadn't been discipled as a 16-year-old, I wouldn't be here today. How did discipleship make an impact on your life? Well, you know, it didn't excuse where I was, but it also didn't judge me at that moment. You know, these men, and there were women involved, too, saw where I was in life, and they were they helped me to make sense of what was going on in my own heart at that time but also to show me this love and this relationship that was so beautiful and really pointing me to Jesus you know what what he had for me and just he just to give you a grand picture of hey god can use you as well you know and i think that really lit lit my fire um, seeing something greater than just myself. Well, and I think a lot of Christ followers don't think that they really have anything to offer anybody else. And so they think, well, I couldn't possibly be a disciple. But I think part of your you know, your tagline, be one, make one, right. that, that's part of the issue. We all need to be discipled and then to pass it on and make disciples, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, that you make a great point there. You know, when it comes to this whole idea of making disciples, um, I think a lot of times in the church we want to program that. And some programming is not bad in itself. Um, but it's really about walking alongside people and helping them to grow. And, you know, when you've been around leaders or even church leaders who've never been discipled, you see this just, it's like this chasm um, in the kingdom almost that we're just missing something so big. Um, but on one hand, it's big, but on the other hand, it's so simple. You know? Well, you you just said it there. Don't most churches already have a discipleship program? Yeah, you know, we do. You know, I'm on staff at a church, um, just celebrated 17 years yesterday, um, which is unbelievable to be at one church that long. Um, and I'm not that old, so. <laughs> well, good. <laughs> so, you know, we do have those in the church. We do have these these programs. Um, but what I see oftentimes is there's no connection or direction in an intentional disciple-making format. You know, we've got these Bible classes where we learn a little more theology or we learn about the book of Luke, or you know, and those things, and they're great in and of themselves. But where are we leading people in their own personal journey to be a disciple, right? And so I think we disconnect sometimes and we think just knowledge um, is the discipleship experience, you know, or maybe the experience is alone, but it's, it's both together headed in a very specific direction of following Jesus. 
Well, and and I think that that really says a lot. I mean, it's really, it's relationship. It's feeding one life into another. It, it is, you know, it's not it's not just the knowledge, although the knowledge is important. It is so much. It's knowledge and experience. It's wisdom. It's understanding how to apply that stuff. But so, how did the Lord lead you into doing this whole go disciple thing? I mean, how did He lead you to get started with this? Because you went through seminary. I mean, didn't they train you how to do this stuff in seminary? You know that when you look at seminary, seminary really just broadens your perspective, right? That's what I say. Seminary is. It gives you this deepening, broadening, and. You know, every good seminary I've ever been a part of or worked with, um, even the one I came out of, which is Southeastern in Wake Forest, North Carolina, they were very intentional about wanting to make disciples. You know, and I think that's even got more pronounced over the past few years as, um, the, you know, this talk of discipleship's really risen. But, you know, for me personally, it was I'd been working with college students just barely out of college, I started working with college students there in that church I was in. And I saw people coming to me and asking me, hey, will you walk with me for a time? And it was almost like God was just preparing me and out of my own experience and out of the needs of other people. And so just simple as I could, just started walking through that. And that led to that moment in time where I had that aha moment, you know, that light bulb moment where Go Disciple came from. Chad, why don't you tell people what they'll find when they open up your treasure trove of information in Go Disciple? Right. You know, a few years ago, um, Go Disciple actually came out of just that need we saw of helping people grow in their walk. And, you know, as that program developed over time and the teaching developed, we we needed something that people could take with them, you know, to to walk with someone else through, right? The whole point is, if you're going to be a disciple, a true disciple will go make disciples. And so that that book is really just that tool made for people to take with them as they go and then work with other people. So you've also got partnered with that the 40 days of surrender, the joy of letting God lead. Uh, so you've that goes along with your discipleship material, right? That does. How does that fit in? Because that's by Andrew Murray, a a, a guy that's uh, since he preceded us uh, and is up in heaven already. How does that fit together? Yeah, the um, you know as we began this whole process, when it began, man, God just really, I had that moment where I knew that I needed to do something, and the prayer was really, God, I'm going to do something. Will you show me what to do? And so, through a lot of circumstances and a lot of awesome things, the program ended up being along these lines. You know, we began this. It lasts about eight to ten weeks. The last two weeks, you just kind of walk in with people to see where they are. But when we begin, we wanted to give them a morning reading and an evening reading. And not too much reading, but very directed reading. And so as we begin to pray through that, we um, began walking them through a morning devotional. And the morning devotional is that book, 40 Days of Surrender. And it's Andrew Murray's book, Absolute Surrender, broken down into a 40-day devotional. Mm, nice. Okay, so go disciple. I mean, it's really your heart and your passion, isn't it, Chad? Right. Yep. And, and how cool is that? To I mean, really, when I read your book and I saw how much the Lord is just—I mean, really, when I read Go Disciple, I went, "That's exactly what my the guy that discipled me. He kind of led me through each one of those pieces. I mean, you you really kind of lay out life in Christ uh, in in this book. I mean, and and you lay it out for somebody to be discipled and then for them to go ahead and disciple. Right. And so, yeah, that book, 
what it's just a synopsis of all the teaching. You know, I'll teach once a week as we walk through this process, and then at the end we come back to that book, and that's part of your reading as you move forward. And it really just summarizes everything we've been learning over those past few weeks, you know, the past eight weeks, nine weeks. You know, we've got a guest on the line that wants, they called in to share their testimony of how the Go Disciple program is impacting their lives and then impacting the lives of others as they disciple. Do you want to introduce John for us? Yeah. Yeah, John's a great friend. Um, We've gotten to know each other over the past year. Um, He's a guy who's um, doing some cool stuff with his group, People Launch. And so, yeah, John's a good friend, and um, it's been awesome to walk with him through this. Now, John, how do you say your last name? Fouché. Fouché. Oh, it is. I was going to say that. John Fouché, welcome to I Work For Him. Well, you'd be the first one to ever pronounce it. No, I literally was going to say that, but I thought, nah, it can't be that easy. can't be that easy. I I know. I mean, you you think I'm just making it up, but I'm really, I'm serious. John, how did you get introduced? How did you first hear about the Go Disciple program? Yeah, a friend of mine uh, named Ron Tudor had uh, kind of said, you got to do this, you got to do this. And, and uh, finally, I, I got to a point with my work, with my business, I was like, all right, uh, I need some help. <laughs> Lord knows I need some help. And so uh, he he walked me through it and, and signed up, and I was really thankful for it, for sure. So what was your biggest struggle as you went through the Go Disciple training? Well, you know, I mean, like y'all just mentioned, uh, 40 Days of Surrender book. I mean, it's just surrender, you know. And uh, and, and I didn't realize, you know, I just, I'm kind of a strong-willed, kind of driven um, uh, person that always have my foot on the grass. And just to stop and really open myself up to God, it just was, it was just really, really helpful for me, very impactful. But that 40 days of surrender is not just any old surrender. You know, Chad asked some very specific things for you to give up something very specifically during that 40 days. What, what were you asked to give up? Well, I mean, you know, we do a 40-day fast that goes with that, you know, like you're describing here. Uh-huh. And, uh, and my 40-day fast uh, had to do with uh, just food in general because I was kind of going to food, so it kind of fit naturally with the food. Um, but I, um, I really, I think below that was trying to just feed myself more than just physically, just trying to take care of my own needs and drive my way to the where it's supposed to be. So it really was a open yourself up, take it out of gear, um, get in neutral, and just allow God to take you where He wants to go. So when you look at the the end game, the the impact that Go Disciples already made on your life, John Fouché, how describe that for our audience? Yeah, it was interesting. Uh, you know, just having friends that we've maintained those friendships uh, helped me really just continue to turn to the Lord. It's really good. It was interesting into the fast about day ten and into ten days of really going through it. I was just talking to my wife one night about one aspect of my business as a personality uh, tool, and I was like, you know, I just wonder why I'm not doing more with that. And then all of a sudden, just over the next few days, I'm like, I just started getting the sense that I'm supposed to. And so what's interesting about the impact of it is that turned into, and of course can't guarantee this for everybody that listens to this or goes through that, but this, that turned into a whole side, actually a separate business with investors and all that, that it was almost like God was saying, hey, I've been trying to get your attention, 
And now that you're really listening, I have some things to tell you um, about yourself, more importantly, but also about your business and your work. And and uh, and sure enough, we're in the middle of building out this big online personality uh, assessment with investors and all that. That really came about um, just more, not so much to go disciple, but just opening myself up to God using God to go disciple. Sure. So. And being being quiet, the Lord just loves what, when, when we're quiet and we'll just sit and listen. It's fantastic. John Fouché, thank you so much for sharing your testimony, for sharing your the impact of just being disciple, what it did in your life. Would you recommend that people go through this Go Disciple program? Oh, yeah, sure. It's kind of like, why not? I mean, anytime you decide to sit down and focus on following the Lord, why wouldn't you do that? So, uh, of that, course. That's a great one. Thank you, John, for calling in today, and I work for him. Thank you. Chad, I, I love that answer. Why not? Why, why wouldn't you go through this? Right. Yet, yet so many Christ followers, they don't even really know what it means to be discipled. Why don't you just describe, using your own words, what it really means to be discipled? Right. You know, I think John was correct that you've got to get to a place in your own heart where, you know, you're open and you're you're willing. You're, you recognize the need, I guess. And, you know, we begin with a basic tenet, and, you know, because Jesus said, if any man desires to come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. And we always begin with a miracle of desire. That, you know, at the right time, people that I talk to or um, that I've come in contact with, they may not go through it right now, but sometime down the road, it'll be the right time. And so it just, I've had to learn to rest and just trust God in that and for God to do that work in their life and for, you know, not to push it. Um, not to, you know, make people feel guilty or whatever, because that's not what it's about anyway. You know, it's about really a desire to follow the Lord. And um, when you're open to that, I promise you God will lead you to the right places. Well, and you said at the beginning that, you know, when you were getting discipled, that, that they didn't excuse where you were, but they didn't judge where you were either, and that that's that right. was really important. All right, we've got another one. We've got another person that's gone through your program that's called in today to share. Uh, Clay Burgess, welcome to I Work For Him. Thank you. Honored to be a part. Well, thank you. Why don't you just talk about really quickly? How did you first hear about the Go Disciple program? Yeah, my my experience was, was somewhat similar to John, the, the previous caller. Um, I, a couple of friends of of Chad uh, told me, "He's like, we haven't gone through this program, but we understand it's a really good program. We think you should go go through it." Uh, and one of the guys turned out to be Chad's brother-in-law and, you know, passed some of the materials along to me. I looked through it and said, that is kind of compelling. I'd, I'd be interested in being a part. And, and you figured uh, if a brother-in-law would recommend it, then, wow, it must be. I mean, good grief, you know. <laughs> yeah, so I figured if a brother-in-law is willing to do it, I, I can't be uh, can't be too unfortunate. <laughs> Why don't you talk about the biggest impact that it made on your life, Chad? Uh, yeah, I, as, as Chad was saying j- just before he came to me, uh, he was walking through uh, Luke nine twenty three, the idea of deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow me. So on that foundation, and then the challenge of of fasting, you know, going through uh, you know a, a withdrawing period, and and for uh, you know a media type fast hey, is what Clay. I'm can... I'm going to ask you to hold on to that. We'll be right back. Can you hang on past about a half hour? Absolutely. We're talking today with. Chad Hood. He's written this discipleship program that makes it so easy for you and I to be one, to be a disciple, and then you and I to 
Make one to make disciples. You see, Jesus was very, very clear when he called us at the, when he calls us in Matthew 28, 19, he says, therefore go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. We're all supposed to be disciples. He didn't say some of you go, some of you stay. He said all of you go and make disciples. But a lot of times we get really confused and uptight about what does that really mean? Well, Chad Hood made it easy. He wrote a book and a, a devotional to do the discipleship program. It's called Go Disciple. Go out to his website, godisciple.org, godisciple.org. Now, Chad, we were talking with Clay Burgess right before the break, but before we get back to Clay, Chad, why don't you tell people when you when the Lord laid on your heart, Go Disciple, what was it that you thought you were going to be doing? And how is it different today than what you first started out to do? Right. You know, the moment that happened when this all started, I was actually in Central Asia. And, um, you know, I just got just super impressed on my heart, just in a very heavy way, this deep need, right? And so I walk out the door. I look around to see if I'm being followed because I was in a closed country where it's not legal to share Jesus. And and you know, I said that to the Lord. I was like, Lord, I'm going to do something. I really didn't have a picture in my head, but over the next 48 hours, I prayed, and I was with a small team, and we prayed, I mean, a lot this trip. I mean, just sensed a lot of spiritual warfare. God just opened my heart, and pretty much from that moment to this moment, it really hasn't changed in a big way. There's always There's been some things we've gotten better at, some nuances we've added. Um, but it's pretty much that vision God gave me on that trip that I've been living out over the past 11 years. What a privilege. Now, Clay Burgess, I asked you the question before the bottom of the half hour, and I, 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 we ran out of time, and I apologize. Let me just go back and ask that question again. As you went through the Go Disciple training program, as you were discipled, what was the, what was the biggest struggle going through that program? What was the toughest thing that you had to deal with that was a struggle for you? Yeah, uh, yeah. From the beginning, you know, Chad. You know, I was comfortable that there was a system and there was a process and then there was a plan. But part of the 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 uncertain was okay. This this fast and asking God. You know, this is the challenge that Chad gave us to ask. Ask God to expose you in any sin with the idea that you know sin is a barrier between you and God, and that's going to adversely affect your relationship with Him and your ability to grow and be more and more like Christ. So, you know, walking into it, I, w- I was arrogant enough to think, well, this won't be any problem. I don't have any sin to hide. And you start the, this fast process, and it was within seconds. God just started touching me and touching me and touching me and saying, you're wrong here. This is a problem there. Uh, you, you fear man more than me here. You grumble and complain too much, which, is, you're, you're, which reveals that you don't trust me. You don't think that I'm sovereign and faithful and in control over these circumstances in your life. And for me, you know, to answer the question that John asked at the earlier, he's like, why wouldn't you? Well, if you want to remain a comfortable, passive Christian, don't do this, because this digs up some stuff that you're going to have to make a decision. You're going to have to decide one way or another, do I want to go deeper, or do I want to back off altogether? Uh, because it gets messy and, and personal. And, it, you know, it was through some tears and some personal conversations with Chad on the side like, help me to walk. Why are we doing this again? And how do I navigate this? So it, it was, you know, that, that, that part was extremely brutal for me, the realization that I thought I was okay, but through this process of discipleship and fasting, 
of sin being exposed, and so that's what, never comfortable. Let's talk about that fast, because uh, John Fouché also talked about that fast. What, when you fasted that 40 days that Chad had challenged you to fast, mm-hmm. we're not talking about fasting from all food and water for 40 days. What did you yeah. fast from for those 40 days? Yeah, for me, it, it was media and, you know, all things electronic other than what you was essential for work. So, like, you would pull away from, from TV, from Facebook, Twitter, you know, all of those kind of things, social media for that period of time, and, and replace those times with time to reflect and to pray. So, for me, you know, it was really unplugging from, you know, always being on your phone or on your computer. And, and how did you do with that? <laughs> well, you know, it was tough at first, but, you know, eventually I kind of liked it. It's nice being unplugged. <laughs> okay, I, I can understand that. I can understand. That. So, talk about today. How are, how do you see yourself implementing today? What you learned going through the Go Disciple stuff? How are you implementing that stuff today? How are you making disciples today? Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, Chad's so in, ingrained in us. You know, this process of you know beginning with a miracle of desire, deny yourself, take up your cross daily, and follow me. That that's foundational in almost every conversation I have one on one. It even affects my preaching. That I will you know come back to to this. So it's it's just the beginning of every conversation. And I think that what Go Disciple has done has given me the confidence to realize that every situation is an opportunity to disciple, no matter how great or how small the, the conversation or the opportunity. It's, it, you know, there's this chance that you can move someone towards Christ-likeness. Mm. Wow. Clay Burgess, I really appreciate those words. Thanks for sharing from your heart. Thanks for making, just helping other people to understand what disciples you made for an impact on your life. A guy who thought you had it all under control, but the Lord had lots to reveal to you. Clay Burgess, thanks for calling into I Work for him today. All right, you bet. You guys take care. All right, Chad, how your heart and your passion for bringing people closer to Christ really comes out as you go through this discipleship program. How cool is it to hear the fruits of how God has been using you over the years through this Go Disciple program? It is humbling. You know, um, this whole idea of discipleship, of denying yourself, taking up your cross and following Christ, and it is something you never get past and never get over. And and so to hear that, you know, it's just humbling. You just, man, maybe God can use you, you know. And so I wouldn't say that I have the intellectual prowess or the strength in myself at all to accomplish these things. It's just God working. And it's just as simple as just me being available. Well, and now people can go out to your website, godisciple.org, godisciple.org. What are they going to find when they go out there? You know, you're going to find about the process, how it kind of works itself out, um, how we're working with churches. It's funny, it started out kind of with students, but over the years it's really grown um, to work a lot with pastors, um, business leaders, church leaders, you know, really every part of society, you know. So, yeah, it's kind of, it's been amazing to see that. You know, it just wasn't planned. It was just, God just kept working. It was planned by God. He just That's was right. pulling you in one step at a time. Why don't right. you introduce our guest, Faye? Yeah, Faison. She is a sweetheart. I've actually known Faison for a long time. And, you know, she came in um, one night when I was offering this at our church and going through it with some people. And, and so she's just been an awesome lady and an encouragement to me and my wife, Heather. So she's awesome. Well, Faison, now do you go by Faye or do you go by Faison? Faison. 
Faison, very good. Thank you very much for calling into I Work for him today. Why don't you talk about how you first heard about the Go Disciple program? Well, I first heard about it at my church. I knew that there was this class called Go Disciple, and um, I, I stand in awe of God because I just sauntered into that class thinking, well, I'll check this out. And what I later found out was that God was checking me out. And that miracle of desire, as Chad has mentioned, I just knew when I walked into that first class that God had heard my heart cry. He had seen me. He was there for me. And that this was his work that he wanted to do in me through Go Disciple. Hmm. And Faison's talking about this website. You should go to godisciple.org, godisciple.org. The Chad Hood has developed this program called Go Disciple, along with a, a devotional to go with it. Now, Faison, talk about your biggest struggle going through this discipleship program, going through that 40 days of surrender. What was the biggest struggle you had going through all this? Well, initially, um, I am senior to Chad, and initially my heart was broken because I saw so much of myself, having been a Christian since a young person, but the Lord just wanted to remove layer by layer of self, of self, of self, and wanted to draw me into a deeper, more surrendered life. So I found it heart-piercing to begin with. And then I began to see the love of the Lord Jesus, that He would love me all the days of my life and ever want me to draw closer to Him. So I first felt like, oh, Lord, I've wasted so much time. But then I realized God just loves me as I am, and He wanted to show me new things new things and take me deeper with him and i'm forever grateful what did you fast for for those 40 days media primarily media i never thought i was addicted to media i don't even understand media that much but then as um i chose that i felt like that that maybe that had a little hold on me and so i gave up um the, the media was the big thing for me at night i would read from bonhoeffer's book often um when i would normally be watching tv with my husband but and i watched the game or something with him don't get me wrong but my my goal was to check my email in the morning just for work's sake and then again at four so that i could respond timely and that was it and i just all throughout the day i gave it up so Faison, talk about how this has impacted your life now that you understand that we're all called to disciple that we're all called to be Mm -hmm. one and then make one how is it impacting your life today on a daily basis ways i would say um personally of course the lord has 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 changed me within but he's changed my prayer life i mean i wake up and i'm and i just have a a new mindset um um that what would god have for me in the course of this day to be emptied of me that he would be able to use me this coming weekend um the lord has has allowed me, called me um, to lead a woman's retreat. And, and really, by and large, the basis of this retreat is Go Disciple.
And so I have the great privilege of ministering to an at-large group. And then immediately after going through Go Disciple, um, initially, um, Chad challenged us, who is one? Ask the Lord to give you one that you could disciple. And immediately the Lord brought someone in the workplace, and it was a great joy to um, disciple her for the last year. And we're still, she's coming to this retreat. So it's just on and on and on. Oh, we have to hear more about that. Facing, can you hang on for just a couple of minutes? I want to hear about this discipleship in the workplace. Can, can you hang on okay. for just a couple of minutes? Okay. Right. okay. Okay. We're talking discipleship today. And, and I got to tell you that the reason we're talking about discipleship is it's something that is so desperately needed in the body of Christ today. And it is something, honestly, I, I don't know what the statistics are. I, I probably should have done the research for that. But Chad, do you know the? we're talking with Chad Hood today from Go Disciple, GoDisciple.org. Chad, do you know the statistics on how many Christ followers really actually have been discipled? Well, I know our numbers generally. And what we're finding, and this, this goes along with pastors as well, okay, and church leaders, that it's way up into the 80% who have never had anybody personally walk with them for any length of time. That's a staggering number. Yeah, Jesus said we're all supposed to do it. So let me just ask this question. We're going to get back to facing. Talk talk to me in seminary. Did they teach you how to disciple people in seminary? As a pastor going through seminary, did they teach you how to disciple? I think we we learned the theology of discipleship. That's Uh, not the question I asked. That's your right. And we learned those things. But as far as giving me a step-by-step process, I really didn't get that, Um, you know, in and so I think that's this. So how do you do? That's what everybody wants to know, right? So so what do I do first? You know, right. and, that, and if we start there, I mean, that's a great place to start. You know, all right. And so, well, it's okay. So that's the reason I wanted to bring that up is that. that what you are offering here in this Go Disciple program is something that every church can use, no matter the denomination, that every Christ follower can use, whether they're male or female, that, that this is something that everybody can do. Everybody can do. You've made it simple enough for everybody to understand how to be a disciple and how to go disciple. And that's the whole point, isn't it? That's right. And, you know, when we began this whole process and this thing began to develop, here's what I, I kept in front of me at all times. If we cannot teach this in Kenya, Africa, or in East Asia, then it's not really what Jesus was trying to say. So whatever we've got here, it's got to be so distilled down to what is the basic truth of what is God saying to all humanity. Yes. You know, and then then we can take it to these places, right? Right. Because we're just teaching them straight biblical truth, and now we can apply it in any context we might find ourselves in. Now, Faison, right before the break, I, I, you were starting to say how the Lord directed you to start doing discipleship in your workplace, and you've been doing it for over a year. And that's that's what this show is all about. We're, we're talking about taking our faith to work. We're talking about connecting what we hear on Sunday with what we do in our 9 to 5. And when we have the opportunity to invest our lives in somebody, to disciple somebody at our workplace, that's quite a privilege. Talk to us about what's going on. Well, for me, I'm in, I'm working in a nonprofit, and um, I, I have I have I feel free, um, have felt free because it, it's a Christian base. But in listening to where people are, just in the break room, or if someone comes up to my um, nursing room and they just talk to me, I, the, Chad sensitized me um, as to you know who might it be. 
in your sphere of influence that God would have you um, disciple. And so, sure enough, I, um, I made that a matter of prayer, and it was just a young volunteer um, that came in, and we um, would sometimes discuss things and questions about God, the Bible, and the truth. And so out of that came an every morning uh, meeting, every once a week, we would go to work early, and um, I would have an hour with her. Um, um, we together went through 40 Days Surrender as a read, and she would come with questions. And um, I think one thing I'd love to say is this. It's not that I've arrived. I love Paul in Philippians saying, not that I've attained or I've apprehended all this stuff, but together we look at what the Bible says and, um, and are honest in our quest to know him. Now, Faison, have you always worked in a nonprofit or have you worked in the for profit oh, no. world as well? Oh no, no, no. I've been in oh no. This is new in this season of my life. Okay. No, so, I've, I've not always been in a nonprofit. Okay, so here's why I asked that question. You've been <laughs> you've been discipling this woman in your workplace. Can you see somebody being able to use the Go Disciple method and work with somebody in the discipleship method through Go Disciple during a lunchtime at work in a regular Oh great. Absolutely, because I was very deliberate in it being on off time, and I said, "Can you come early? I can come early." And um, and so we we absolutely took it away. I would never want to be dishonest before the Lord and use my work time hours. So I really pulled away from that. And if I ever ran over, I didn't mind staying late. You know, I just really. That's integrity, and that's his integrity. So, yes, you can do it at lunch. You could stay late afterwards. I mean, but the relationship began in the workplace for me. Wow. Face and Tilly, thank you for sharing that story. Thanks for calling into I Work for him today and and giving your testimony about Go Disciple. But thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you. Thank you. Chad, that's what excited me so much about go disciple was that was just what Faison just talked about that ability to uh, take advantage of the relationships we have at work and then use them for intentional discipleship before work during lunchtime if you got an hour but to really take advantage of where we're already at for you know for six, 50, 60 hours a week i mean that's awesome what Faison's doing yeah that's amazing you know and i think for for believers we've got to come back around to this understanding that it's like you've said. You've, I've heard you say it a number of times that we look for those opportunities and our eyes are open to them. And if they are, God will bring them to us. We will be able to see those things, you know. But if it's all about you and all about you know what you've got to do, and you know, I'm a list guy, and so if my list is more important than stopping to take time for people, and I can't, I wish I could say I was always taking time, but if I let that list become the God then, you know, I've got no room for other people. So, I like that. I'm a list guy. I just feel guilty all of a sudden. Hey, Chad, you, we talked at the beginning, well, in the middle of the, the last half of the segment, we talked about giving away a set of this, uh, a set of Go Disciple along with the 40 Days of Surrender. We can still do that, right? Oh, absolutely. All right. Call into the studio line. If you'd like to get a copy of Go Disciple on 40 Days of Surrender, 877-943-9673, 877-943-9673. Or you could just email me, jim at iworkforhim.com, jim at iwork, the number for him.com and we'll get a copy sent out to you just call right now and talk to jose all right so chad here's the question you know, i read through the whole go disciple and, I, and it's one of those ones where 
I was just amazed. I'm like, wow, how did my the guy that discipled me was in college when I was in high school, and he and he hit it all. But you say some pretty nasty things in this Go Disciple book: disobedience, repentance, surrender, sacrifice. What else you got in there? That's some pretty tough concepts. Yeah, you know, a lot of times we want to steer away. Um, because we feel like it's going to hurt people or it's going to be hard to speak about some of these terms. And and first and foremost, you don't ever want to speak in those terms outside of a gracious heart. But is it not the goodness of God that leads us to repentance? And if we're never confronted with where we are as an individual um, before God, or, or then what can really change? And, you know, through this process, we do use that Luke 9.23 of you know, denying yourself, taking up your cross, and follow Christ. But the good news is, is that God just does not tell us what to do. He shows us what it looks like. And so for him, the ultimate act of self-denial, I believe, was the garden, you know, where he came to that moment, and he asked for another way, and he asked three times, but he said one key word, and it was the word nevertheless. Mm -hmm. And the word just simply means I want something greater. And he said, nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. And so bringing people to those places, it may sound hard up front, but it's actually the path to freedom. Right. I wrote about that today in our blog, and that's really what what salvation in Jesus is all about. Even when you mention terms like uh, disobedience, repentance, surrender, and sacrifice, it's all about freedom. That's right. It's all about freedom, which is what the law was in the Old Testament. It was to give them freedom under the law, but they didn't understand that. But that's what Jesus, Jesus died to set us free, didn't he? That's, you know, this is the whole point, right? You know, he shows us what self-denial looks like in the garden. He shows us what it would look like to live a life of surrender and sacrifice when he took up his cross. And so then what is the follow me? The follow me is what comes after the crucifixion, and it's called the resurrection. And so the following of Christ is actually walking in the power of the resurrection, and and so you look at the cross from the flesh side, and it looks like hard. Um, it's just painful. It's a struggle. But look at the cross from the resurrection side. It's the way. It's beautiful. It's our joy. It's our victory. It's our freedom. And and we stop in the church. We're always pointing people to the cross. Hey, you got to take up your cross. Hey, you got to take up your cross. And if that's all we give them, man, we have just denied what this thing's all about. But what if I told you, hey? I want to give you, I want to help you know what life and joy and peace and victory is. And I mean, God really wants to do that, right? When you really look at John 10, 10, and it talks about how the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but Jesus came that we might have life and live it to its fullest. It's all, that fullness that he's offering, it comes in obedience and repentance, surrender and sacrifice. It comes in those things. Chad Hood, talk just really, really quickly, 15 seconds. Why should people sign up right now and get a copy of Go Disciple? Well, you know, when you start walking through this process, it's because you've come to a place where you realize that, man, I need to grow. And I need somebody to walk with me. And that's what we're all about. Chad Hood with Go Disciple. Find it online at GoDisciple.org. Thanks for being an iWork for him today. Thanks for sharing this. We've got to do this again, but thank you so much for sharing it with us today. It's great to be with you. All right, make sure you check out Chad Hood online. GoDisciple.org. GoDisciple.org. Be one. And make one. Go disciple.org. You've been listening to your I Work Frame with your host, Jim Brangenberg. I'm a Christ follower. My workplace, it's my mission field where I do discipleship, but ultimately, I work for him. 
Thank you for listening to the I Work For Him podcast with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Please visit iWorkForHim.com to learn more about connecting your faith and work, to join the I Work For Him nation, or subscribe to our weekly blog. You can also follow us on social media at iWorkForHim to stay up to date and meet our guests. If today's message spoke to you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review will launch more workplace missionaries across America. That's at iWorkForHim and online iWorkForHim.com. I work the number four, him.com.